you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is so easy, and it's just as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in appointment time during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Look at New York, New York. Start spreading the news. We on stage today. I ain't gonna do all that kicking shit. New York City, what the fuck is up? Hey, beautiful ones. Ooh, that's loud. Can y'all turn me down? Ooh, okay. I know I speak softly, but not, not that loud. Ooh, this hey. light. There is a light that <laughs> shines right in your goddamn face. <laughs> I can't believe we back doing this. I know. <laughs> First of all, happy three, three years, guys. Wow. And thank you to you guys for supporting us all these years. It's surreal that we are... Th- it's three years. I remember when we first... When Asante took me to dinner, and he was like, I have a proposition for you. Looking at her all, like, puppy-eyed, like, yeah. friend, hey, <laughs> you know. He's like, let's start a podcast. I was like, absolutely not. Um, and then that was when you just smiled. You just like, no. And I, and I was just like, okay, we'll consider it. Reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> And then I forget what happened. You called me again, I think, with Dustin on the phone. <laughs> yeah, he called in reinforcements. Right. That's right. We had a deal to close, goddammit. We needed Frank. Can you imagine what the hell we going to do without Fran sitting up here? Can you imagine the show? Seriously. Exactly. She had to say yes. <laughs> Shit. It would have been great. You guys are so cute. <laughs> I just can't even imagine. What would life be if you didn't do this podcast? You guys would just be smoking and laughing. Yes. 
Yes. It, but it would be Some great. of the episodes wouldn't even be talking. Like, it would literally <laughs> just be... All right. <laughs> See, it's... <laughs> but it's been anyway. awesome. It's been awesome. And thank you to uh, all of you guys for listening and supporting your comments, Definitely. your Twitter streets with Dustin, all the comments on SoundCloud. Riding around emails. and getting it in these Twitter streets. I see you. <laughs> all the emails and uh, just all the support over the years. It's been super awesome watching all of our brands expand because of it. So thank you from our heart. You know, speaking yes. of expanding... Friend and this long ass, awesome ass hair. I mean, <laughs> I just needed a moment. <laughs> okay. I can't touch it, but I can comment on it. Golly, your hair looks nice today, friend. I just, it's, just golly, it looks good. Isn't it cute, you guys? Yes, it is, friend. Yes, like seven for real. hours. So y'all better say it's cute. Woo. I did this for y'all. <laughs> Shout out to Susie. You guys have to check out Hair by Susie. Yes. She goes by African Creature online. But this was Susie like the one on the Rugrats. No. Oh, okay. Susie like the one on the Gucci Mane song? No. So you guys ready to jump into this? You ready to jump into this week's show? You know I'm not. Oh, my name is Susie. Gucci, thank I love her. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, you know what? You know what? It is Tasha. No, no, no. Oh. For old time's sake, how about the guys do a freestyle? Yeah! Yeah! And are no. you going to... Exactly. So how are you going <laughs> to... Exactly. For, no, wow, friend. You sing for other day. cities and you don't sing for New York. Wow. Your hometown. Around your hometown, Glory. <laughs> you need to, you know... Sang, friend. That's exactly what she would be doing. Singing. Y'all heard it. Y'all didn't seen the video clips. I mean, y'all don't have to rap. We could just go into the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, hey, friend. No? How you doing? Okay. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. It was really good. It ain't started yet, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I believe Ooh. after tonight it's going to speed up. So, I'm ready. Yeah. What about yours? I've been drinking. I've been drinking. What's so, in the cup? Great idea. Um, Y'all both have liquor? What's going on? <laughs> wow. This is like Dr. Heavenly's cup. To those of you that <laughs> snuck a little in. <laughs> in case the, the peoples is watching. In, in case the peoples is watching, uh, that's apple juice in that bottle. Yeah, it's apple juice. <laughs> Friend, how was your weekend outside of you getting your hair done? That was pretty much my whole weekend. And when I seen that I'm Instagram, still in recovery. you had all them people in your hair. I was like, damn, I know that. No, all. you know what it was? Shout out to my sister, Kia. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Kia. Where's Kia? Who Kia, where you at? Heard the New York stop of her team typing fast tour. I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to say that. Speak it into existence. Wherever you are, right? So I was supposed to be there, and they knew that. And I told them I had an event. So the girls were there, and I was like, hey, I want to jump on and help us get a move on this hair. And we tried, and we tried, and I did not make it to Kia's event. 
because they didn't finish till like nine o'clock. But did any of you go? Did you guys get? Yes. Yes. Was Shout it, out was to it Kia. amazing? I know it was. I'm so sad I missed it. it. We love you, Kia. Tons of black excellence in the room. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something, okay? Flat out. <laughs> like the city girls say, period. I'm going to tell you something. If you're looking for a woman, fellas, and maybe some of you ladies, if you are looking for a woman, that's the place to be. It was a room full of, like, everybody had a degree yes. and shit. Yes. No, know, for real. Nobody's stockings had a run in them or nothing like that. It was, I was like, oh, it was sophistication. Like, I just, it was like the bad bitches committee. <laughs> like, for real, it was like a room full of beautiful, bomb-ass black women, educated-ass black women hosting it. And there was some bomb-ass food in there, too. Yes, shout-out to Jade. <laughs> oh, my God, that food. Jade of all Jades. Catering, so Not that was dubbed like as a family affair. <laughs> Did you got you guys were there, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's right. So uh, let's jump into this week's show. <laughs> oh yeah. So we were. Who listens to this podcast called The Read? <laughs> Crystal, I don't know where you're hiding, but I know you're somewhere. Um. <laughs> Yes, Team Snitches. All right, so. The Annie's Club, <laughs> you and Crystal. Shout out to Insecurity in the building. Oh. Yeah, hey, hey. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> I love how y'all been putting the four horns whenever y'all tweet us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, well, I was listening to the episode where Fury did the 20 questions. And I was like, you know what? It's a Saturday. It's our three-year anniversary. Instead of getting all heavy, which we will, because we have a therapist joining us for the second half of the show. Oh, shit. Because we want to make sure. Shout out to Jarrell. Cuss you out with a degree on the wall. Yes. Oh, your shit is fucked up. <laughs> now, if you come back next week, we start straightening this shit out. But uh, that's the benefit of going to all that schooling you did. That's what's up, Jarrell. I'm sorry. I'm Go like, ahead, friend. So we have Jarrell in the building today because we want to make sure the second half caters to your questions, your needs, free therapy. That's what we're here for. You can become his client if you're New York-based. And if you're not New York-based, he's also on Talkspace. Hey, bo-bo. So you get to get like a preview and meet an actual therapist. He joined us last year if you were here for last year's show. So he's amazing. But for the first half, we figured we'd have a little bit of fun. So the twist, instead of me just asking... 20 questions to these guys. I told them to each come with five, so I have no idea what they're going to ask. <laughs> this one over here. So, who wants to get started? <laughs> so, we're each going to ask five questions. It's going to be completely random, anything that, that they want to ask, and we have to answer. Friend, I think you should start. No. <laughs> what the- Fine. It, it was your idea, you know. I feel like ladies first. Okay. Fine. Let me think which one's good. Well, I'm actually gonna steal one of Fury's. He asked Crystal, "What is the worst lie an ex has ever told you? Like, just absolutely ridiculous. That to this day you can't believe they had the utter gall." <laughs> <laughs> You told me to go first. Damn it, I ain't never been scared of a fight. I ain't never ran from a fight. I'm going to answer the question. Okay. That they 
missed something that they were supposed to be at because they had overdosed on drugs. They told me, me, of all people, they told me that shit. And I guess they thought I was going to be like, oh, are you okay? Like, do you need, you know, aftercare services? You know what I'm saying? Any of that shit? It's a binder up there full of shit. I know when they were using triage. But, you know, I just was like, oh, for real? <laughs> well, you finna want to use again. I'm finna trigger the shit out of you. <laughs> but that, no, that did happen. Though. Can you believe that shit? And wait till I tell you who it was. You really gonna be. All your dreads, like they gonna turn, your twist gonna turn into braids once <laughs> I tell you the name. Why? <laughs> Asante. Um, not an ex, but I remember there was this guy I was like talking to slash dating. So oh, a lowercase x. <laughs> very, very much that. Um, now y'all know what it feels like in the studio. I wish we had cameras. <laughs> I'm so blessed that we do not. Um, <laughs> there was this guy I was like dating, and one time I went on a double date or a hangout with him and a friend, and the guy basically sent me this long text after you know we stopped talking and told me that he suffered from narcolepsy, and so for me I was just kind of like, "Damn, you like learning this shit while you going out with me? Like I don't believe your ass. Like what the fuck?" <laughs> And, you know, later on I found out he actually did have narcolepsy. Oh, okay. But there was no way I could have known whether he was telling the truth or not. Because I oh, feel so he like... he did lie. He did not lie in that instant. But he used it a couple of different times. And I was like, so you just going to blame every situation on this narcolepsy that has currently developed. So, like, maybe one or two of the times it could have been true. But the other, like, third and fourth time it wasn't true. And he was just like, oh, you know, I'm narcoleptic now. And I was like, no... I think you knew before this. And he did. So I was kind of right, but it was still like, why did you say that? It was very embarrassing. He fell asleep while he was eating a salad at a restaurant. And I thought, I honestly thought that he was drunk because we'd been drinking. And this was... I'm do you, slipping. I'm do you calling. remember... I got to go. <laughs> do you this remember... Nigga went to, this nigga went to lunch with DMX and shit. Look, Look. Oh my God. do you remember when we were outside of uh, that brunch spot and I had to tell that dude he couldn't get in the cab with us? And I yes, like, I, I sure do. That's who it was. Well, like Ludacris said, go to sleep, ho, because he got on my nerves that day. Well, I remember I was being outside like, if we all live, fuck him. Like, let's go. I remember that. So whatever. You gotta be may, careful. may he rest in peace. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, you got to be careful giving clues. Do you know in the episode where I was talking about the dude that uses the hashtags that y'all found him? <laughs> Who here saw the page? Did anybody here see the page? You seen it? Oh, oh my God. Okay. So it was a fool, just like she said, <laughs> wasn't it? But I just Damn. don't understand how y'all do that. This girl was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. And then someone answered her and was like, bitch, me too. <laughs> And they put his link, and I was like, I'm not responding to these. <laughs> it was him. All I said was he had hashtags. <laughs> so be careful. 
All right, the worst lie. Yes, friend. And that you could laugh at today. Yes, today. Um, <laughs> so he told, so this is someone I was dating, and he said that he needed, he was going to be in L.A. He was like, you know, I need some time to myself. I'm going to disconnect my phone. Right. Because he said he was going to do a digital detox. And I was like, I feel you. Those are important. I supported it. I was like, you should totally do that. How long are you going to do it? He was like, oh, man, for like, you know, just a weekend. So months later, after we broke up, he's like, yeah, remember that weekend where I told you it was a detox? He had actually turned off his phone because he was visiting a woman, and they had a weekend together. And obviously, if I would have called, it would have ruined it. I know. Ain't that crazy? Well, yeah, because he felt guilty after he already had fun. <laughs> Do we need to ride out, friend? You know who it is, too. <laughs> Do we really need to ride out, friend? <laughs> no. But I just couldn't believe that, that you would use a wellness segment <laughs> against me. <laughs> First of all, I'm just, I'm sorry I got to go there. First of all, the mister to your missus ain't going to be really doing the wellness segments no way. Like, he's not, what you mean you going, you taking a digital detox? Nigga, what you talking about? Like, what is, what, are you, what is that? And why is that what you concentrating on? Like, what are you talking about? I would have immediately been disgusted. You know what I'm saying? And that make you lose interest because you need somebody a little tougher, a little bit more like, you need a little bit harder of a, I hate to use this expression at this time, but like a harder nut to crack. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that you know you really got to use your wellness tools on. So the fact that he was so easily susceptible to, you know, the school of thought, that's a red flag. You know what I'm saying? Like, might want no nigga just ready to be well and shit. Toughen up. This should be harder than that. You know what I'm saying? So I already, I'm skeptical already. No disrespect. I'm no, it's it fine. It was years ago. Next time they detox and tell them to drop a pen before they go <laughs> off the grid. Uh, what's yours? Who has the next one? Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't mind. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, gosh. Because, baby, I got an arsenal. I'm scared of yours. <laughs> this is your, your, your topic, friend. Okay. <laughs> Should I do friend first or Asante first? Let me do one skin? for friend. This is what? good. Oh, we get custom oh, yeah, they, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Time was spent. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So, friend, my love. Hi. You're looking at me, and trust me, I got you. I wouldn't do that to you. So, speaking of exes, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you could record a song with your favorite of all the men that you dated, say they were musically inclined, right? What would the first line of the first verse be? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. No, you didn't. <laughs> Your favorite. And I, don't nobody know who you're talking about? Hell, I don't even know. So your favorite, just think about the good times. None of the bullshit. So you're saying to create a verse? Well, a the first, first line? The way, if you were writing a song with that person and you were singing to them about the good stuff only, skim the rest off the top. <laughs> right? Okay? And you're just writing about the good times. Like, what would the first line of the first verse be? 
How would you open this is it up? so much pressure. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the music studio with it's your, it's your lyric, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gotta, you know, it ain't got to make sense. Missy Elliott said, uh, uh, y'all know that backwards part on work it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So this shit ain't got to make sense, but it's your moment. So you can ha- you can say whatever you want to say. You want a little help? Yeah. Okay. So think about, like, one of the best dates you've ever been on, right? Mm-hmm. And that high that you were on, right? However you got there. <laughs> Okay, and just think about that moment, and if you had to describe how good that moment felt, how would you describe it? Give me another question. Okay. Okay, I mean, there's more, you know, I ain't never no one trick pony now. That ain't ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Okay. Okay, this one is good, right? What is your biggest men's grooming pet peeve? Wow. I thought time was spent. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, um, I, I mean, I, y'all know I'm Dominican. And Dominican men like to shape their eyebrows. <laughs> like very arched, which it's cool, right? If you like that, yeah. That was, the bus probably wasn't my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're the only one arching in that household. <laughs> You know, when I go to the Dominican barber, I have to say, don't touch my brows. Right. Because they just so used to, you know, doing each other's brows. Yeah, like, it's a mine. thing. Leave my brows. I'm good. <laughs> That's mine. Okay, good. So we got to answer the friend. Give it up for friend, y'all. All right. Asante. Oh, Lord. All right. If you had to approach people that you are interested in. And I'm going to say people because I don't know what turn and twist your life going to take from here forth. So that could be anybody. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to so Cash if you had Dog. to approach the people that you were going to be interested in a day from now on, what would, like you oh, had to, that was the right. rules, right? I was telling them that I've been interested in thinking about dating couples. So pick somebody out of the audience. Okay. Are we about to do this like wilding out? Pick somebody out the audience. And run your best practice pickup line. Oh, my God. I'm going to give y'all niggas a show tonight, God damn it. Hmm. Also, lobbying the play to the audience, if any of you niggas, or some of you ladies, <laughs> were ever interested in shooting at your shot at Asante, well, damn it, this is the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we're not going to do this seriously because... Are you going to pick a couple? It. If you want to do it, you better do it seriously. You know what? I... <laughs> I have not, I've not thought about how I'm going to hit on a couple. So, I don't know if there are any Did couples. Did you tell them about your, your new thing with couples? Okay, so, <laughs> shout out to my friend Dubs. Uh, we did an episode of Horrible Decisions together. And I was, t- and Dubs, she dates couples. She always talks about, like, she dates men and women. And in my mind, I don't want to be with no niggas right now. So, I also think to myself, like, if I wanted to have, like, serious fun and not get serious... What if I dated like a couple? I could just be that third to kind of slide in there, like on drinking. Kind of slide in there. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it's time for like feelings and emotions and shit, I get to grab my shit and go. Like grab my shit and go. (laughs) I'm gonna let y'all back into y'all relationship, and I'm gonna be on now. I'm gonna take my things. (laughs) Bussy badass over there laughing. (laughs) Um, are there any couples in in the audience? Ooh, ooh. Spicy. 
Right Here we go, y'all. Are y'all looking for a third? Are y'all raising each other's hands? Okay, y'all come down here. Who'd you pick? Oh my God, you really having them coming down? Oh my God. Look, you asked the question. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get an answer. I'm gonna win it question, now. Nigga. Okay. You asked the question, nigga. Let's go. This was you a terrible question, idea, nigga. y'all. Oh, okay, and she got, got a couple. Oh, my God. Yeah, she got on purple. He got on yellow. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Nigga, you owe me some money. <laughs> For period. You know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all. How y'all hey, doing? Yo. I'm Dustin. This here friend. What's Hi. up, y'all? <laughs> All right. How y'all doing tonight? Good, good. What's your name? Tonia. Tonia. That's Can beautiful. Can you give That's us a beautiful. vibe with the lights? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and what's your name? Marquise. Okay, Tonia and Marquise. So are y'all together or are y'all just friends that do things together? What's up? Uh, they ain't together. Yeah, friends that do second, things together. Yeah, friends. Okay, okay. Y'all friends that like to do things together. Well, uh, I'm glad y'all came to the show tonight. Y'all are both looking very lovely and you serve very handsome. So I'm not sure what y'all are doing after the show, but I've been drinking and... <laughs> You know, I mean, you got the girls out, and you know, you got the niggas out, so. That's my nigga. Let's go. Let's go. Seal the deal, baby. Close the deal. Hey, there it is. Just uh, slide into my DMs after the show, right? I'm going to check just for y'all. Oh, I retweeted y'all earlier? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so just hit me Y'all see how his voice is also? All right, so just remember later, I just got my hair did, so don't touch that, all right? It's still a little tender. All right. Hey! Forgive me for not having now a I have topic. Some calls to ignore after the show. <laughs> I am so proud of you. You know, so proud of you. I am a force, I'm a storm. The storm sometimes is quiet. <laughs> But it's always fierce. <laughs> Look like it's been to be scared and childish. Look, I love that his friend just gave him a dap upstairs. He got to see. I saw that. I can see you from here. <laughs> Woo! Now it's my turn. And my questions are all ridiculous. You're welcome. Last thing that made you cry. Yeah, Fran, I want to hear Fran with some emotional, okay? That Trayvon Martin documentary, real Ooh. shit. I hate For to be real. a downer. I ain't no Debbie Downer, so I guess I'll be like a... Um, yeah, a Dustin Downer. Thank you. We're on the same page, okay? Um, yeah, that goddamn uh, Trayvon Martin documentary, man. When they got to the end and they played them 911 tapes, I was like... <laughs> It just came out, and I was like, damn, did somebody got a tissue and shit? I thought, you know, I didn't want no snot. That is something I never want to be victim to, like a snotty nose. So, yeah, that's what it was for me, man. It's a horrible experience. But y'all should watch it. It's so educational. You should watch it. What about you, friend? Um, I cry a lot, though. It can be anything. You don't got to be serious. <laughs> um, what's the last time? And she's all taking pictures. <laughs> Give me a look. No. 
<laughs> a candid. Pose it. Hold um, the hair. Right. Uh, last time I cried. You know what? So I told you guys that my grandmother has Alzheimer's. Um, so I think just uh, she goes in and out, obviously, of remembering who I am. And then the last time she was talking to me about something that happened when I was like five or six. You know, like she was back in a completely different time. But then she knew it was me. And the thing that she was talking about was just so personal and just to see that she remembered, but just not on this timeline. I don't know. Do any of you have Alzheimer's my, in your... It's so... My yeah, grandmother... Like, dealing with it right now. I was just in Chicago with my mom. And unfortunately, you know, it's been a while. So for me, it's kind of like numb that my grandmother doesn't even remember or recognize me anymore. It's just more so affects me how it affects my mom. Right. And so this last time I was home, like was the first time in years I saw my mom kind of break down, and I had to hold it together. So literally, when I got back from Chicago, I remember being at home just crying, thinking about that. That was the last time I cried because of so that. So that was your yes. answer, please. Yes, that <laughs> was it. Can, we, can Lord lift us up where we belong at this sad-ass question here? Lord. Yeah, that's what inspired the aging conversation when I was asking about that last week. Because <laughs> I'm like, those are things you got to think about. Look at you I love your face. He's like, all right. So that was mine. It's your turn for the question. Oh God. Okay. I didn't realize it was going to come back around so fast. Um, let me think of a good one. What was the the last really sweet thing that anyone has done for you? Like really sweet that you would. It was completely unexpected and res- almost restored your faith in humanity. <laughs> almost. Because it's hard out here. Uh, repeat? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just really trying to think. I'm sorry. I just need it one more time. The sweetest thing that anyone's ever... It doesn't have to be romantic. Right. That's <laughs> That anyone's ever done for you that was completely unexpected and restored your faith in humanity. <laughs> my, my friends do sweet things for me all the time. So that ain't what she's talking about. She's talking about somebody you do it to. I, and I could not think. <laughs> look, she said it does not have to be romantic. So I cannot think. She said that, that but you know what the, the, what they want to hear. She got that camera out. And she is tell taking it. pictures that cannot snap whatever dirty story you want to tell <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, it's always been friendship. Like, I can't think of, like, the, like, normally I'm the one that does sweet stuff for people, like, in relationship world. So, like, I haven't met anybody that's really, like, I don't know. But for my friends, like, the last thing that happened was Crystal asked out of nowhere took me to fucking Paris to see Beyonce. I was going to say that. Like, yeah. that was... That's right. <laughs> Fucking amazing on so many levels. Chris like, said, in honor of Aretha, a rose is still a rose. <laughs> You're going I mean, to Paris. For real, I mean, for real, like, friends like that don't come easy. So, luckily, I. <laughs> and the room was sick, that terrace. Oh, my God. Her. First of all, Crystal's just one of those people, you know, she's really humble and she like an Annie, but like her taste in every other way is just like. <laughs> Amazing. So, like, 
Paris is one of those cities you fall in love with. She had a beautiful ass room. She could speak the beautiful ass language. And it was amazing to watch her confidently just flourish in this other country. I'm sitting up here like getting into cars like, bonjour, and they're looking back at me like, <laughs> yeah, American. <laughs> and Crystal ass having full conversations and shit. And I'm like, go off black girl abroad. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin. Huh? No, I like, I like personalization, you know what I'm saying? It's okay for a nigga want to feel special, you know? So, you know, recently, you know, I was, um, I was going to meet one, I was going to, to hang out with somebody, and I arrived at the destination first, and so, because they were working, and so when I got there, there was like a hand, there were like handwritten instructions you know, like, on everything I needed to chill for the night, like, the roll-ups are right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, there was, like, some Nike slides and, like, a pair of Jordan shorts and, like, a, a white tank top waiting on me, you know, with, like, a written note, because that's what they like to see me in, you know what I'm saying? So, for me, you know, the personal touch... It's always optimal, and that is something that I felt like was really sweet. I felt like that was so, I was like, that is so sweet, like. How you gonna do that shit? So, yeah. What about you, friend? My, there was a time where I was in, like, a super bad depression when I was younger. Um, and my best friend surprised me and paid for my rent. Wow, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Oh, yes. Shout out to Claude. He, um, yeah, I was home. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, I was home. And you know when you're in those funks where, like, the last thing you can think of is even showering or going to work. And he was like, take a month off from life and everything's paid for. I know. I have the best. I got to renew my other answer. (laughs) This is the last time I cried because that shit right there. God bless that fresh start. That's a fresh start. Yeah, so that was probably the sweetest thing ever. First of all, I'm, I was blessed that he could even do that. But the fact that that's what came to mind, you know, automatically he was like, how could I f- let her feel free this month? And that was probably the nicest thing anyone's ever done. Don't you, don't think that I could ever. <laughs> could you imagine? She I feel wish. free. <laughs> all right, who has the next one? Asante, I think ain't it your turn? Shit. Oh, Okay. Um, what's the last, name a song that you have stuck in your head. The name with the last time. What? I know I ain't hear what I just thought of. What's the last, and then I stopped, and then I repeated, and I said, name the last song you heard, or a song you can't get out of your head, rather. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, right now, Ganja Burns, because I heard, um, Ganja Burns by Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Ganja Burns is the title of the song. And I heard Joe Button singing. Oh my it. God, me too. I Over was just going to say that. <laughs> Joe Button ain't shit, but that was hilarious. And so, uh, yeah, this is Ganja Burns. It's stuck in my head, man. Every time I get high, it's a good song. That's the last song. That's what's stuck in my head. What about you? Me, you. So, initially, it was that Moo song. 
Oh God, that's Crystal's fault for Shout making out to that Doja Cat. It's Crystal's fault. <laughs> it is Crystal's fault. Sing it. <laughs> I'm gonna do like a toned down acoustic version <laughs> with the poetry version. Strip. Strip. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we talking about poetry on Tuesday? <laughs> the poetry version of the oh move. God, give me a new. The cow move. Black and white and black and white. <laughs> the milk they want us to drink. The burgers we eat. <laughs> move. Um, no, that song's been stuck in my head because of Crystal. And then that damn Mario song has been stuck in my head, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know your name, man. I want to know if you got a man. I want to know. I want to know everything. I want to know your number and if I can come over and I want to know. Shout out to Miss Milan. See why we got her, y'all? Milan, darling. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> What about you, friend? The Life's a Bitch record by... Oh, yeah. Right? The Radiant... What is it? Radiant Child? Radiant Shirley Ch- Caesar. The Radiant Children. Life's <laughs> a Bitch by Shirley Caesar. She looks... She got a Life's a Bitch facial expression, don't she? Shirley Caesar. She talk a lot of shit about, like, shit being worldly or whatever, but she looks like a rapper in the face. Oh like, literally, her, her countenance... Her posturing sometimes. Even I've even seen pictures of her old ass doing like this. Like, so she with the revolution. You know what I'm saying? She might as well make secular music. I'm sorry, but go ahead, friend. That's it. That's my... Dustin? <laughs> what? I answered. Oh, questions, huh? Questions that niggas asking. Let me get to... Let me open my tablet. Q-T-N-A. Q-T-N-A. Okay, friend, if you could write my personal Twitter bio, what would it say? Damn it, Dustin. <laughs> There's literally nothing else I ever say to you on the show. Look how genius that is. <laughs> She's so smart, y'all. Um, Asante. <laughs> Why can't that be my question, too? <laughs> Do you owe... Mm-hmm. Do you owe any of your exes an apology? And if you could issue an apology to an ex if you don't owe one, but there's something in your spirit that you feel bad about, for any reason, what would your apology be? Because what y'all? One, two, three. Time was spent. Thank you. Let's go. Wow, I got the easy one. Um... From your heart. So to answer your first question, I probably do some owe some niggas apologies. I I, I did some I had some very petty exits. Um, I can think of a few. Come on, I want to I want to pinpoint. I don't want no blanket. None of these blanket statements. Give me a pinpoint. I want I want an instance. I can give you at. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fran, look, Fran can. Fran oh. can. Um, and I'm thinking, damn, you know what, Fran? Thank you for being a real one, because. She well, not an ex, but she would know people that I would probably owe apologies to that I would give to. Okay, them. so what you got to say? So, to them? I would probably be like something along the lines of, 
I'm sorry I stopped fucking with you. Um, you know, you just did some things that really pissed me off. And well, why are you sorry? I confront- sorry, I ain't sorry. When when I can, you know, when I confronted you about the things that were pissing me off, you did not see those matters as pressing. So I pushed forward. Um, I hope you have a beautiful life. And- oh, did so it's one of them backhanded apologies. There ain't no apology. I mean, I really can't think of. No I mean, I ain't, I'm, with, I'm always on the side of the fuck shit, but what I'm saying is, I know what you're saying. That's what it is. But okay, I can't good. think of no niggas that I, I really owe like, like, like I think of niggas that have fucked me up, like have that put me through some shit. I can't think of anybody that I feel like I put through some shit or like I really am like, damn, like they probably act this way because I was doing this. Like I can't think of no. Okay, so he that. got a four so, point Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Straight A's. You know what I'm saying? Is that what that means? Yeah. Shit. Then my questions, though, it's on (laughs) y'all. That's all the questions you got? For y'all right now, that was my turn. Fuck you talking about? (laughs) I did my due diligence. Who's next? Wait, did you answer? Yeah. No, I don't have to answer that, do I? Yeah. He oh, I thought I just asked y'all. No. That's, why, he asked, that's yeah. why he asking us custom questions. Right. Custom dust. Do I? Yup, I do. I owe somebody an apology. It was just one situation, y'all. This was some years ago. And I was wise beyond my years because I knew it was a good thing. But I still had other things going on. And, of course, they went through my phone. And I left their apartment. And that was it. And so I just feel so bad about that. And I have apologized. What did they find? Um, Like messages to other people saying the same shit I was saying it on. Oh, my God. You know, but but in different <laughs> contexts. I never have been a copy and paste type of, you know, dog. Oh, I was, you know, like I tell, I just told you all the personal touch. It makes it special. So it's always personalized bullshit. Um, so, yeah, that's what they saw. And I really feel bad about that, like in my spirit and my soul. You know what I'm saying? And but I got an opportunity to tell that to them and also fondle. <laughs> so I mean, I still feel bad about it. So that's why I guess I still issue an apology. But we move, we move past it. We're optimistic about the future. <laughs> he said, "Excuse me" in the front row. Um. <laughs> Whose questions next? I think it's your turn. <laughs> right, let's do a light one. <laughs> Growing up, what was your favorite cereal? Ooh. Ooh. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> well, that was that was about to be, that was on really? my list. Really? As a kid? With sugar. Add a little sugar. Okay. Frosted Flakes put that sprinkle that sugar right on it. Same same black rules that apply to sugar and Kool-Aid also apply to sugar and cereal. Hot or cold. That's so Don't get me started on oatmeal with brown (laughs) and white sugar. Um, Okay, this is going to be a really long and fat answer. Mm -hmm. I used to eat tons of cereal when I was younger. Um, Cereal was always on sale, so it was always a two for five. I liked the variety. So I was somewhere in, like, the Cocoa Puffs realm for a while. Um, you know, when we were poor, you never could go wrong with the Honey Nut Oats, the Honey Nut Cheerios. That is, Honey Nut Cheerios are good. I mean, they're a great, they're a great go-to just for health reasons or just bullshit reasons. So Sale good. reasons, like, plenty of reasons. Um, but I also like, yeah, sale reasons, okay. Um, I also like me a good little Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, there's just something about them. And uh, Waffle Crisp. 
that was like a throwback. That didn't even really like pop like that. Then it came back sometime later. What about oatmeal, nigga? <laughs> Now, we can talk about breakfast if that's what we Let's talk do. about the, the first, <laughs> most important meal of the day. Because I can eat almost every breakfast food. Like, I love oatmeal. I love cream of wheat. Yes. I love Lord. grits. Yes. So, why does this excite y'all so much? Because hot cereals are the unearthed gem of breakfast food items. So, malto meal, cream of wheat. Oh, malto meal. Um, you know, for the old niggas, Ralston. You know what I'm saying? Oatmeal. And if you really, for you, for you, you know, y'all done been to college and shit, steel cut oats when you get your oatmeal. Yeah, there you go. Then you don't feel bad about the butter and sugar add-in. Also, Lots you need to salt that water. When you boil it, you need to put salt in that. If that's not your thing, make sure you use a salted butter. Yes. <laughs> oatmeal. It matters Thank when you're you. watching it boil in that water, too. Ugh. My favorite cereal was Fruity Pebbles. Oh, like a little pet. They be putting them in right? edibles all the time. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, and corn pops. Gotta corn have pops. my pops. <laughs> Even though they get soggy hella fast. I always thought that was for like fat. Never mind. <laughs> I ain't say that. Corn pops. <laughs> that was for you. Know who that was for? <laughs> All right, last question because we are going to move on to the next segment. Okay. It's a light one. TV show you wish you were on growing up. And it could be any TV show. It could be like a family show. It could be like cartoon or some shit. It could be news. Whatever. The Wait, did I want to be the person or just be you in just it? Want, you wanted to be on it. Like maybe you was watching um, Family Matters or some shit and you wanted to be the replacement child for the one that went upstairs or... <laughs> You wanted to be one of Laura's friends, or... I wanted to be Taina. You remember oh. Taina? <laughs> you know... I would have been Taina. Don't make me That's sing theme song. <laughs> sing it. I know I can't wait to see my name in lights. No one's gonna stop me, you'll see. I will go far. Taina, Taina. Say my name. Oh, my God. Look, that was a time, okay? <laughs> Taina, Cousin Skeeter, all of them songs. And was it uh, 702? Still, I did not the know same, as a child that that was song. 702 song. I just knew 702 was in the video. And, what is and then it? somebody's like, oh, yeah, that's D-Lo. And I'm like, damn, that is D-Lo. I didn't realize <laughs> that's, that's crazy that they dropped that as a single later. Yes. And it goes off either Apparently way. Apparently, it was a jam like that. Who watched Taina? Oh, that's crazy. I thought I was probably too old. <laughs> no, y'all be like, who? What other show? What about you? What show would you have looked Okay, do it have to be a show or can it be a movie? It could be a movie. Oh, wait, and Ghost Rider. Oh, oh Ghost wow. Rider. Ooh, friend. Right? I know, I'm so good at this. <laughs> that was a great answer. I, I ain't been... trying to take nobody's job, but I would have wore that Jamal character out. Yo, Jamal? And then his, his mama that works for the, uh, the post office? Yeah. Hmm. Or his, was that his mom, his grandmother? His grandmother, remember? The, the grandmama's the baby. The grandmama was the baby. <laughs> she had that, that cinnamon natural. It wasn't cinnamon, it was more like spiced cognac. <laughs> that natural she had. Good. 
Like okay, that. so what movie then? I would have loved to be in New Jack City. Part of like the, you know, the whole little thing, the operation, that would have been me. Would have been really close friends with Keisha. Uh, you know, yeah. And then I also would have loved to have been in Harlem Nights. Because that was just, it was so many great comedians in one movie. And they was cussing and shit. It just, it been perfect for me. But, Wait, you said movies? Yeah. I said, t- he said TV, but you know, I, I didn't them. Oh. Right? It's King Kong. Why, what movie would you have been in, friend? I would have. You know, friend got all the answers and shit. So what movie I would have been, been in Paid in Full. Ooh. <laughs> she real, y'all. I tried to tell y'all, nigga. And she belly. Real. And belly. Ooh, friend, yes. Don't wake friend up. Under them lights. Y'all better not wake friend up. Friend sleep. Remember, Keisha was sleep. I was going to say, I just want to be Keisha just for that scene. That with lighting. The yeah. Yeah, that would have been mine. I know y'all like. Okay. Hood. I have a really <laughs> ridiculous answer. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted to be on Smart Guy. Yeah. Um, I've never watched. You never watched Smart Guy? I, love I don't even know what it's about. Who's on it? Tia and Tamara, little brother. <laughs> the one that looked just like Tamara. What? He do. Ain't that the smart guy? Is it a cartoon? No, it's a, it's a series. And he Might as well Maori. be a cartoon. So, you know, Tia and Tamara, they got a younger brother, Taj. Yeah. So Taj was the smart guy. And he, he, who was his daddy again? Was it Tim Allen? It's a sitcom? Not, 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 not Tim Allen. That's a white man. Ain't that a black man named Tim Allen? Uh, there were supporting characters. I wanted to be another young student and be uh-huh. his nemesis on a couple of episodes. I've never heard of the show. I cannot believe it. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. Smart guy. Okay, who remembers the song? Because... There was like a girl singing. They were like, something, something, something. Yes, T.J. Henderson. Something intelligent, a fine young gentleman. See? Wait, could we stop for a second? If you know, you know. The fact the whole audience said, Because that was the part in the song. Okay, I'm going to look it up. I've literally never Yo, heard of I'm going to make you watch Smart Guy on YouTube <laughs> in the studio when we get there. I'm going to start pulling it up on YouTube. Oh, God. Smart Guy was the shit. Was the shit. Huh? That, Destiny's Child was on it? You remember back when celebrities used to make, like, guest appearances on yeah. the shows and shit? Destiny's Child. Old school DC, like. Wow. I'm like, where was I? Okay. All right. That's well, it. That was very fun. <laughs> that was riveting. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the Friend Zone podcast. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health, even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. 
I don't even know how many questions we got to, but now we're going to invite our friends. Who listens to Getting Grown? Getting Grown! Kia and Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, Kia. Kia and Jay. And we also have Jarrell. Yeah. And we got Jarrell joined the questions. My favorite therapist. You guys are in for a treat. My mic sounds crazy. Thanks. Um, so Kia and Jade will make sure that your questions are not long. That's it. That's it. What up, y'all? <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, niggas. Y'all doing all right? <laughs> so very quickly, we're going to cover the ground rules. Y'all know the rules, right? You are allowed to ask one question. Question. You, you are allowed to ask one question. Question. <laughs> you are allowed to ask one question. How many questions are you allowed to ask? Thank you very much. How many businesses are you allowed to plug? None. There you Thank go. You. Okay. The third question. The third question. I mean, the third, the third rule. Forgive me. We need a minimum. Of, you get about 30 seconds context. 30. 30 seconds context. <laughs> we don't need all the backstory. Y'all clear? <laughs> all right. And finally, finally, finally. I love y'all. That's it. Finally, finally, finally. We, like Barry Gordy told Michael, Joseph, Michael Jackson a long time ago, you never relinquish the microphone. Say that shit, kid. So we're going to come around. We're going to, you're going to, you know, raise your hand. We'll come to you. We will, you know, put the microphone <laughs> to your mouth. Don't touch. You understand what I'm saying? Don't. <laughs> don't you reach for it. Don't act like you're going to take it out your head. Don't. All right. <laughs> God bless you. Y'all ready? Now see some hands. Let's see some hands. Who got so you questions? guys can start coming down towards the microphone. You guys always Who do this shy questions? thing, and then before you know Shit, it, nobody that, wants I'd to be. Scared <laughs> that's question do. You got a question? And Come on. Just go up, up to the mic. Just go up to the mic. You with the braids and the hoop earrings. Hey. Mm-hmm. Right here. Hey. Yeah, you get up, baby. You guys, you don't have to raise your hands. You just go walk towards the mic. Go ahead and get up, baby. Walk towards the mic. Oh, y'all want to do the lineup. Okay. There you go. Yes, it's easier for us that way. How y'all doing? Look at y'all moving around. Everyone, let's welcome Is that Jarell a Coogee shout from Talkspace. Hey. Jarell. Where's Jarell's microphone? Um, Jarell needs a microphone, y'all. In the meantime, I'll pass the mic. Pass the mic to the left. <laughs> so who has the first? Oh, let's see. Where should we start? Let's start on Jade's side. All right. All right. What's your name, love? Hi, my name is Garen. Hi. Can we get the lights down low? This is really bright. Thank you. Run that shit, friend. <laughs> um, first of all, love you guys. Just amazing. Love um, you. Thank you. I have a question for Jarrell, actually. He's walking off. Right? He's listening. <laughs> okay, so, um, and maybe you guys have experience, too. Um, I recently started to try therapy, and I don't know what the first session is supposed to feel like. Like, how do you know if you're connecting to your therapist or if you should actually be looking for someone else? Because I honestly have no clue. <laughs> so just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yes, yeah. Jarrell. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, it's really hard to find a good therapist, and I say that as a therapist, so I understand that. Um, the thing I always tell people is that at the very basic level, you have to feel comfortable sitting across from this person for 45 minutes a week, theoretically. 
So if there's something that just doesn't feel right intuitively, then I think you should investigate that and see what that's about. If, you know, I think sometimes it takes a couple of sessions to feel someone out. And so I always say, I, I tell people that I meet with or who want to work with me is if by the third session, like you're not feeling it, it's not clicking, then we're not a match. So like, let's talk about it. I'll make sure you have some alternatives to look at. But I think that intuitively you should feel comfortable enough. And although therapy is an uncomfortable process, um, but also just you can screen people based on what you need. Right. And so if they say they can, you know, speak to, you know, black mental health issues and then you get in there and you're, you're talking about living life as a black person and they're not getting it or they're saying stuff that's like tipping you off, run. <laughs> so. I'm curious what, what felt off to you in this first session? It just felt like an awkward first date. Um, which I guess maybe is what it's supposed to, but I just didn't feel like I was sitting across from someone who's on my side. It just more felt like it was just really formal, and maybe it should be. It's hard when you don't know what you're supposed to be looking for. So I guess I was thinking, should I give this person a second session, or should I just go with someone who, when I sit across from them, I feel, okay, this is it, right? Kind of like a friend or, you know. I mean, because that's how I feel with other relationships, I don't have to give it a second session, so I didn't know if it was the same thing for a therapy. Uh, so I would add, the, the thing that you said, said that stood out to me was that you said, it doesn't feel like this person's on my side. That's a problem. The awkward first date thing is to be expected. <laughs> so that, that is a feeling that you will go into like the first couple of sessions, like, oh, I don't know, do I talk now? Do you talk now? What's happening? Like, that happens but the feeling on your side, you should know that right away. And don't be afraid. I'm sorry. Go ahead, friend. No, go No, damn it. I'm away. <laughs> no, I was saying, I was telling her, hope that helps, but you want to add, please. Well, it's just simple. You know, sometimes it's all it takes. Don't be afraid to like bring Altoids. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes maybe that's where maybe you need to pass an Altoid. And then, you know, y'all feel like y'all on the same level, same page, same mint. And then you can start the conversation. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see who you got for us. What's up, sis? What's your name? Hi, I'm Elsie. Um, hey, Elsie. Nice to meet you. Nice I'm a huge you. fan of all the loudspeakers. You getting grown, read. Friend zone. Thank you. Anytime. So, um, I'm in the process of moving out, which is difficult because, you know, loans. And my father is so intrusive and he wants to move the furniture that is mine out of my room and change it with something else and because he's so emotionally detached it's really hard for me to approach him without it being such a fight so do I just let it go and just make that as an incentive to get out completely as much as I can money or not or is it do I need to have an honest conversation with him because my fear is is that it's just going to turn into this large argument which will trigger me back to being 10 and i'm 30 i'm ready to just be done let me make sure i understand you saying he's trying to kick you out it feels like that but <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of a dresser and he's very serious about this one particular dresser that's in storage and he's attached to it and he wants me to have it and i don't want it because it's ugly and it smells and antique isn't my style but 
not that I'm ungrateful about it, but it's just that he is pushing it and it's, oh, it's going to be in your room. And it's like, can I get a say about whether or not? So it's like, should I just let it go? Or you just, it sounds ridiculous, but it's because of the fact that I know what's coming afterwards. Then just like, let, listen. <laughs> God. Treat it like an heirloom. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, family heirlooms are always hideous to look at. You know what I'm saying? Treat it like an heirloom. Let him put the damn dresser in. The, if all it takes is the damn dresser getting put in the room, then let him put the dresser in the room. You know what I'm saying? And then, after about a month, get your HGTV on, lay down a tarp, repurpose that motherfucker, change them knobs and handles. I'm a fan Everybody's of Everybody's happy. I'm a right? fan of that. I'm a fan of that. Now, if you let him put the dresser in, what happens next? Like, right. <laughs> See, so you, because you were saying that, you know, you let him put the dresser in, something's going to happen, and it means something else is coming. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean is, is that if I let him put it in, and if I don't like, because the thing is, is that I have it set up the way I like. So it's like, if he comes in and just does what he wants to do, it's just kind of like. So the, when are you planning on moving out? Soon. Sooner than later. Not tomorrow, do, obviously, but like. I guess this is why, am I the only one that's confused? No. Well, well how, how soon is soon? This, so he's <laughs> Like, to, do you just mean soon, or right? you actually have like a three, six month plan, or you just mean this soon? This is a room you're about to move out of. I live in the house. Right. With my parents. And you're leaving. I'm in the process of leaving, but I haven't started. To, I'm in the process as in like, I'm trying to get out, but I haven't gotten out yet because I don't have the money to get out. And he's yet. trying to put this dresser in the room you're in now, yes. but you're going to leave it soon. Yes. So then let him put it. Yeah. That's what I'm like, so, I thought you meant he's trying to put it in your new crib. That's what oh. I was like, hell no. I'm, I'm sorry, I, Justin. I didn't mean for it to be I do have, I do have so one question. Place. I, you got a, you got, I got a, I got a question. I have a like honest question. Do you know what's up with the dresser? What is right. it about? Do you know why he's so attached to it? It was his sister's and his sister's past, but it was it's been in the house for like years and years and years and years. And so it just wasn't. I don't, my... I don't know. I think that I like. I like the whole re- repurpose <laughs> situation. If that's what's going to happen, yeah, I appreciate. I don't that. know. I think. Also, does it really matter to you? Like, if it doesn't really matter to you that it's in that room that you're leaving. It's much more, it's so much not about the dresser. I'm sorry. I know it sounds ridiculous. It's much more about the fact that he is just so insistent upon it being this dresser as opposed to, like, getting one that I would want. It just is, like, one that... So here's the big thing, though. It's your family's house. So... You cannot want this dresser all you want, but the main reason he's insisting is because it's his damn house. So, <laughs> fair enough. You know, until you go, I mean, I would say just go ahead and take the damn dresser, Every leave it in the corner, in. make it, put it, put the shit in the garage or something, <laughs> leave it downstairs, like in the den, and be like, oh, I just, you know, ain't moved my boxes around yet. Like, let it come into the house and just make excuses so it don't end up in your room. But well, you and your your family house, so like until yeah. you are like. All right, out, I'm out. leaving in 30 days. You can put that damn dresser in here in 30 yeah. days. I'm going to pay you the rent for this 30 days so you don't bother me done. about it. But, like, it's your mom and daddy, so you're going to have to give in. Or he's going to keep asking about this dresser because it's going to be in there when you're gone. Fair enough. You just, you just want to say no about the dresser, don't you? You just want to tell him, you know what, damn it. The dresser stays Does it in look store. ugly? Like, <laughs> it looks Thank bad. you. Just don't you're let welcome. it in the house. Just, yeah, just, Thank you so much. Jade. <laughs> Look at Jade's face. Cause I need a goddamn dresser, so I don't know why. <laughs> and why this went on way too long. Low okay, key. what's your name? My name is Waridi. Hi. Love Hi. You. Hey. 
Okay, my question is, uh, I just moved here about two years ago from the Midwest where I was for a decade of living there. And I was in a relationship for five years and the person cheated, but we did try to make it open, but it was really messy. My problem is my friends that we had, we had mutual friends this whole time and I feel like they knew. And I, w I just came back from there a few weeks ago and they they I, I, I'm really good at cutting people off, but I feel like I need to stop with that habit. So I don't know if I will be enabling, <laughs> but I cut people off They're with like, no, you don't. And, and I've, I've moved so much in my life that that's the last decade of people I've had. So I'd be like literally from scratch. Okay, I know what I want to say, but you didn't been to school. So, Go ahead. I'm going to let you handle this, because I don't want to fuck nothing up. But I definitely you go got a first. POV. No, Dustin, you okay. go first. Okay, well, damn it, look. You got to follow your gut, baby. If you feel like they all knew the lie and they carried it on, why would you want to be around those people? It don't even make no sense. You got to look. <laughs> you got to laugh, right? Like, why would you be around people who would keep a lie going like that behind your back? You should feel no guilt, no shame, no attachment. Okay? Go ahead and cut them off. You said that's your specialty anyway. Slice and dice. That's all you got to do. I don't feel like there's a loss there. I don't know. They lied on you. They lied on you. I'm a little torn because are they friends with your partner too? Okay, so here's my question. But why is it their responsibility to tell you what your partner's doing? Because that's what feel right. Literally, that's the only answer. <laughs> like, it just feel like the right I don't thing. know. Okay. One of y'all was dating is within it? our friend group, and one of you was cheating. I, how could I? I don't know. I feel it, like that's not, not my place. shit if it's I'm me. And if you see Tristan in the street, you better tell my ass. Okay, I want to add one part. The The thing that killed the thing that I found out like two weeks ago is that when we had broke up like a month ago, he moved in with the girl. And he said that my closest friend knew. He said, and I don't know if he was being petty, but he was like, she knew the whole time. So... I feel like... Cause he, well, but we are okay. talking about somebody who cheated on you. So he's yeah. not exactly that's telling you information like. for your that's, own good. You know what I'm saying? True. So fuck what he yeah. said. True. But, but he also I also has think no you're mad at the lie. wrong person, no? I don't, I don't know. I think you have a right to be mad at all the people. Yeah. Okay, but here's my point. Okay. Here's my point. You're not done. You're carrying all of this. You're not done. So until you address it, you won't be done. So you're saying she so, should fight the girl. I say like... <laughs> Now, you the one said she was carrying I, listen, it. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm not advocating violence. But, oh, okay. But, true story, I, I, think, I think you should let them have it. Let them have it. All these people who, all these people who were supposed to be your friends, who probably knew that you would want to know if something like that was happening, yeah. right? Because they know you. Like, they... I think it would, not even for them, I think it's for your sake that you need to be able to let them have it and then move on. That's it. Okay. That's what I would say. I, I'm good at and that. And he didn't been to school. <laughs> and send us an update. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Thank that you. video of the fight. World star. <laughs> World star. Beat Tequila. that bitch ass. Who you got? Hey. 
Hey, my name is Jonas. I, Hi. I just, I, I didn't know about this thing. I just happened to be walking through and saw oh. this thing. Well, that's welcome. a wonderful okay. surprise. Wow. I'll come in. That's Thank amazing. You. Welcome to the press. <laughs> Hello. So, I, I got a question about, recently I've been putting a lot more effort into making more meaningful friendships because you need that, you know? So, my, my question is, how do you develop trust? in a relationship or in a friendship, specifically, not romantic, a friendship. And if you have stories, that would help. You're so, on, you're so soft-spoken. <laughs> That's right. That's a lovely question. That's a question right there. That was a bomb question. <laughs> I, I, I think that any relationship needs two things. It needs time, and it needs um, shared intimacy. Right, so if you want to forge, if you want to forge, like, more genuine and deeper connections with people, whether that be friends or otherwise, it's about what I call mutual periodic self-disclosure. So that means you're sharing a little bit about you, you see that they receive that and support it, then they share a little bit about them, and then you raise the stakes a little bit, you say something a bit more personal, you see that they hold space for you. And they offer something else. And so it's about this ongoing process of just, like, sharing and supporting. And offering something else. Um, if you want to. <laughs> Thank God we have Jarrell. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I mean, who going to dispute with that? The nigga didn't been right. to school. I'm trying to... <laughs> Too much school. Hi, friend. Hi. Hey, boo. My question is regarding black masculinity. Oh, come on. Come on with it. I'm ready. So um, I'm currently in the process of... I'm currently in the process of creating a documentary surrounding black masculinity, and I would really like to ask you guys, um, how do you move through this world as a black man, and um, in your own words, and maybe how can we hold space for you? We move through this world on beat. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's how we move through this Two world. Like, we'll like... Two and four. That's how we speak to each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. It's just like anything else. What I'm going to do about being a black man? Not a nothing, because it's here and it's here. So, like, there's nothing I can do about it. So, I just got to pick it up, pull myself together every morning, walk out the goddamn door, and just be ready for whatever it's going to face me. Because, unfortunately, that's the type of world we live in. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not easy, it's not right, but it's simply the way that it is. So that's why self-care is so important. You know, vacationing, you know what I'm saying? Enriching conversations with friends where you can learn something. Masturbation. There's so many different things that you can do to, you know, ensure that you stay grounded and centered at the root of who you are as a person. The root of who you are as a person. I'm so sorry. What you got to say, friend? Um, <laughs> how's she gonna use that? <laughs> I tried. That was game, baby. <laughs> you know, sometimes there is this messaging in America that's supposed to tell you, you know, being black sucks, or you know, we've been through some shit and we gotta do all this shit to raise up out of it, or some bullshit. But I've always moved kind of arrogantly past that. Like I've always been thankful that I'm black. I've always been amazed at how dope black people are. Um, 
I'm from Atlanta, so I think about all of the awesome things in Atlanta. Like, that is the root of my blackness. Um, you know, from grits and breakfast. Like, like these are black things. Like, like food. I can't even talk about the black experience in the okay. culinary world. There's just so many reasons that I love being black. So for me, it's, I can't be like a, a woe is me type black person or like, well, black people need to be doing better. Or like, a, we should welcome Amarosa back with open mm-hmm. arms. Like, I can't no. be Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm saying. Whoa. I'm saying, I can't be. Nah, I can't steer be this car back on the course. <laughs> what, what, I, what I said was, I can't be that type of nigga. Like, I have to be. <laughs> okay, now. Okay. I have to be the type of nigga that, like, really loves my experience because there are so many reasons to be thankful for it. Black people, we always, people are always like, oh, you know, you know, you're so resilient. You know, you get white folks being like, oh, you speak so well. It's like, you ain't even really paying attention to what the fuck is going on here. Like, you worried about how I speak. My whole life is so well, bitch. That's it. (laughs) While you're trying to take it all from me, I'm still out here thriving. Like. Now, if he clap, then I know I can agree. (laughs) Did you clap on that part? He clapped. It was the internal clap. (laughs) No, I I do want to (laughs) add. I I do want to add that. So I and I've I've talked about this with some people before. Like I grew up as a sensitive black boy, and so it obviously helped me to do what I do really well. I think that for black men in particular, I think we all have to make room for tenderness. Yeah, a lot more. Try a little. And so whether that's whether you're a sibling, a family member, a lover, a partner, whatever, I think we have to allow black men to be softer and have that not be an assault or be sus or whatever we want to call it. Like, we got to move past that. Because they are soft. And I'm going to tell you, I know some of them don't oh want you to God. know they're soft. I know they're soft. Oh, my God. Okay. Have y'all watched um, Random Acts of Flyness? Yes. Right? HBO doing some things. Okay. <laughs> she really, someone really likes the show over here. <laughs> I think they're touching on the, on that conversation really well. Has, have you watched it? Oh, you have to no, watch it. Oh, yeah. Where there was We just, need to debrief about Who hasn't anyway? watched it? Well, I won't spoil it. Ooh, it's okay. I won't spoil it then. Oh. But you guys have to watch it. It's on HBO. It comes out on Friday night, I believe, at around midnight. midnight. That's yeah. exactly right? why I ain't seen That's it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, nope. But I love it. Just to give you guys a little teeny preview, there was a guy that um, he was, he considered himself pretty fluid as far as like his gender and his performance. And he went on a date or he met a girl at a museum and, you know, he looked one way. And then when they went out on a date, he wore a dress because he felt like it. I'm sorry, her face, she went. <laughs> he wore a dress, and I was so fascinated by the conversation. What did the girl was, do this one? Well, the girl was kind of like, okay, all right. You know, like, so this is what we're doing. And so it, when I, she saw him, I mean, at intake, like yeah. when, he, when he walked in. Well, it was like a claymation animation, so we didn't actually oh, see the date. Okay, yeah, because okay, okay, it's a I'm show, sorry. yeah. Okay. But he was uh, reenacting the experience of watching her kind of be confused on whether she wanted to be.
be a part of that dynamic. And it got me asking myself, like, would if I linked up, remember Jade? I was like, Jade, would you? <laughs> what you say, Jade? What did you say? Brandon asked me that question. That and was Jade, a private. You- <laughs> that was a private outing between two friends. <laughs> Jade. If you went out on a date with a nigga, right? But, this is but not, before this you is was married, okay? <laughs> I, I just want to know what you're right. But Jade wears Tim's to date, so Dad. I don't know. <laughs> but what if he walked Tim's in everywhere. with a basketball wise dress on, right? Like a like, maxi nigga, this dress. That's not what I signed up for. Right. <laughs> but we I had did, a really honest you know. combo. And I, I was telling her, like, I think, I don't know, I wanted to think about that more. Because I'm like, what would you guys, ladies, what would you do? No? You and, what? And some fellas. What it would happened you do? to you? Oh, can you come up here? Why the hell you ain't get on the mic? Like, come here, come on, on, Latasha. First one in line. Come, come on, on Latasha. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh-oh. Please tell us. Hey, uh, tell the people your name. Latasha. <laughs> and uh, how you gonna act shy after you just said a nigga showed up in a dress on a date? <laughs> You told us that. If you don't take that goddamn mic and tell us the rest of the story, so, how you gonna give us that much? The hey, nigga showed up in a dress on a date. <laughs> so, uh, I know you got to come on now. You went out on a date with the nigga, right? And uh, he was already my boyfriend. The skirts came on as we went along, and uh, oh. uh, uh, a rapper tried to make fun of him, and I defended him. I said, "You wish you could look as good as my man does in a skirt." Yeah. Now, had the rapper not have done that, how was you really feeling? How was you really feeling about the nigga pulling out the skirts? <laughs> it was actually fine. I didn't care. His personality sucked is why I dumped him. When you say skirts, though, you mean like a kilt or like a pencil skirt? Because <laughs> I feel like this matters. It matters. I'm going to okay. it. matters. Because a kilt, you know, you can put some Jodeci boots on. It might work out. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know... You show up in the Hervé. So Dustin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Dustin. One was a kilt, which is fly. Yeah. One was a black pleather with a uh, silver zipper up the front. With also like a, a mini short, skirt. The one Shanice was talking about. I'm going to put that new black mini. But what I'm, <laughs> what I'm curious is what did he say? Did he just one day just put it on and was just like, this is... No, because I knew that he usually shops in like the women's section and like he I wasn't I, I wasn't surprised that he wore like no, women's shorts you know. or women's jeans he said the jeans fit better because he was very slim so I wasn't surprised and when I saw the skirts I kind of I really didn't care right because he was still y'all that's was still, so dope to me y'all was still so you know what I'm saying <laughs> thank you for sharing yeah yes, thank you Latasha but you guys watch the show because I definitely want to do an episode about this because I was so fascinated, and maybe I'll snitch on Jay. Justin, watch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you have to watch past the second episode. I'm going to just tell you that. Okay, thank you. So that means there must be something in the second episode well, that's no, going to trigger me. In the first episode it is. That's what I'm like. So what keep is watching. It? You remember that part in the, the first where they were doing the song? That song got kind of dark and weird. So At the, Okay, yeah. yeah you should so, watch. But no, but he don't do that. That's what I'm telling them. So maybe you should start on episode two. We'll do an episode about it, so you should watch. Yeah, yeah. We'll both get really high, Dustin. Talk talk oh, okay, well he said no, we can't. I want to start know. watching. And I want okay. you guys to think about Trusting that. Trusting you, your medical opinion. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I'm not. I don't find things like 
weird. You know, like that wouldn't weird me out. I would want to have a convo about it. But would you want to continue to date them? If it feels right, what would a skirt? I think I would question why I'm bothered. Yeah. Like, I think that's what I would question first. Like, I'd be like, what is, what's annoying me about the fact that he came to this date with a dress? What if it What were my expectations? I feel like a kilt or whatever the fuck, like that style, cool. But like, what if it continued like to the bedroom? Like he was still into you 100%. Everything was cool with the motherfucker. Like y'all got to the room, it was finna go down. You know, he came out in a camisole. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Kia. Walking though, like walking. But would would that? <laughs> y'all, listen. look at Mouse, y'all. Mouse's arms across. <laughs> would would the cami Woo! matter? I, I'm if, not listen. I'm, I'm asking a question. Would the cami matter if it was still good? Oh. Well, well, in order for it to be good, the cami would have to matter or not matter. <laughs> Touche. Let's save this for a show. <laughs> Kia. What's your name, sis? How do we follow All that right. up? I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> so my name is Elisha. Most people call me Eli. And I have a question from a friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it out. You ask is the friend here? The friend is not here. Okay. No. You're asking for a friend live. I, yeah, I'm literally asking for a friend live. <laughs> so I'm going to read out what I have. She wrote out the script for me. Um, so wow. I have this friend. And she's in a loving relationship. But recently, her boyfriend has opened up to having some personal insecurities and have expressed um, having mental, like, issues. And he's not doing as well as he would like to do. He's had several moments of expressing his feelings and wanting help and has actively been seeking help from therapy and other mental wellness practices. And his girlfriend is very motherlike and um, very wellness-savvy, so, so to say. She told you to say that, or that's you? Yeah, no, this is, this is everything she told it's, me to say. It's in the script. Yeah, okay. it's in the script. Paraphrasing the script. <laughs> so she's kind of been overwhelming him with her advice recently, and um, it's all out of concern. So she's been struggling to love him without overwhelming him. So how do you love slash show someone support um, who's hurt by stuff that you've never done to them while maintaining a healthy relationship with them? I knew that one was coming straight to me. You should. Shit. You know, I can't answer that. Uh, All right, we can't like, That's why you're you here. You touching that friend. That's why I say, I know your hands are going to go in your pocket. Huh. I, I think a lot of people go through this. Um, the one, if I could give one piece of advice to your friend would be to stop mothering him and pull yes. back a little bit. And my advice would be to support her partner's efforts to access other support so that she can just be his partner. And so she can be there for him and process and, you know, that sort of thing. But she can't be his primary source of help because she's not qualified, frankly. And so if he needs more than that, then I think one of the lessons we have to learn is that sometimes the way that we support people is not what they need. And so sometimes taking a step back and just reinforcing the other resources is one of the best things that she could do. And all I want to add to that, I think, I don't know, I I mean, I'll confirm with you, but I feel like because I do have a, that type of personality where I'm drawn, I'm drawn to people with problems. Very, yes. (laughs) Hey, friend. 
Um, I have, so because of that, it's a dynamic that I keep recreating, you know, because I'm comfortable with it. I have uh, boundary problems, enmeshment problems, you know what I mean? So I think they both have to be mindful of why they chose each other and kind of see, you know, does that make sense? Like for me, I, yeah. I, I tend to pick a partner that, I, that does need me. And then I've spent so much time pouring into them. And then it becomes this whole thing of, oh, I only date people who have issues, you know, and it's just this circular hamster wheel. So I think, yeah. I don't know. I just think at this point, because I'm someone that's like that, I just have to not date someone that has problems they haven't worked through. Yeah, I, I hear that. But I would also say that it might be a good idea for your friend to get extra support, too. About like ways, so if if she is like this super nurturer, if she is someone who has that, like learning to find those times to step back, will that might be a hard thing for her. And so, like having someone to talk to about that would probably be helpful too. Tell her to call Jarrell on Talkspace. <laughs> Thank you. Hope that helped. Yay, Jay. Who you got? Oh, we got to wrap up. I got the text. Zam, uh, one, no. one more. One more. Who texts you? You know, look, you know who texts you. We, uh, just one more. Go ahead. Okay, we can do right. two more. Yes, yeah, so early. Hey, y'all. My name is Paisley. I'm going to try to keep this quick. Hi. Um, no, you going to keep now. <laughs> <laughs> so my family has a pretty long generational history of, you know, like domestic abuse, sexual abuse substance abuse and things are kind of just like swept under the rug and nobody talks about anything. So I have an older male relative who's recently started to confide in me about past childhood traumas and um, how substance abuse has kind of recently started to take into place. And I can't be more than just a listening ear. So I want to know um, how you would encourage someone, specifically a black man, middle age, to seek professional help as far as talking to someone and things like that. Good question. Um, actually, as a part of that question, I would like to pose a question to the other two fellows up here. Damn! How, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if, imagine that you were in this scenario, like, what could someone say to you that would help make it easier, do you think? I'm a mama's boy, so nine times out of ten, I hadn't already told her everything. That's why I'm trying to sit here and, like, put myself in this type of situation to see, like, what I would want to hear to make me feel better. But, I mean, I pretty much know that I'm fucked up, and it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do therapy one day, just not today. No. I mean, look, and not to be rude, but there are niggas that are way more fucked up than me, and they're not even thinking about that <laughs> shit. So Accurate. I just try to steer clear Accurate. of everybody for the most part. I mean... Not to dial back to the last question, but I had to, like, I feel like I'm just learning that, you know, what people need isn't necessarily what I'm trying to provide if it's support. Like, if I'm trying to be a supportive person, that it's like, okay, but you're supportive your way, not supportive that actually fits my need. And I have to be like, oh, this just means that this, you know, the battery goes in the other way. Cool. Like, I just have to figure that out. But to, like, be like, oh, I have all this shit that I haven't dealt with. I know somebody will probably look at me and be like, like, because I said I, I tell my mom everything. They probably look at me and be like, and hey, you ain't tell your mama yet? So that would probably make me feel better. Because if I was dealing with some shit I was harboring, I'd have to be like, you know what? I do got to talk to my mama about this. And then that would make me feel better. Because I'm a, I'm a mama's boy. I can't help it. You she know, know everything. I feel like that's so, like, that information is so sensitive. 
and the fact that it has been withheld and just now shared with you, it means that the person is being strategic about who they're sharing it with. You really only have one job on the other end of that conversation, and that's to listen. There ain't nothing you can do. I, and I, I arrived at this position because I answered your question. When you said, like, what would make me feel better? Nothing. Because you, me telling you that, there's nothing you can say to me that could fix what happened. I'm just telling you that because I trust you and I can I can talk to you about it. And it's a cathartic process. Right word? Yeah. Thank you. It's a cathartic process. You know what I'm saying? For me to, like, tell it and let it out. So that's really the, you are that vessel. You look so beautiful. And so you need to just look like that and stand there and just be like, damn, that's fucked up. Or whatever comes naturally. You know what I'm saying? When you get the information, like, just be a listening ear. That's all you got to do. You don't want to be that one that come to family reunions and seem like, oh, she just here to stir up mess. And you ain't stirring up mess. You just trying to get some justice. Yeah, you ain't always got to do nothing. Like, sometimes it's cool to just, just. Listen. Well, well, listening is doing something. I would argue that. But sometimes listen, you ain't got to do nothing but listen. That's true. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, no, I, so I think two things I would say is continue to be that listening ear. Maybe refer him to something that you're thinking about um, that might be helpful, whether that's for substance abuse or whatever. Um, but I also think it would be good to ask this person, like, what do you think you need? And let them tell you where they're at right now with all of this and what they're ready for. Because they might have been, as Dustin said, may just be ready to talk to you about it and are not yet ready to take that next step. And so if you push someone in that space, you're probably going to do a lot more harm than good. So just trying to, you know, put it out there, but not push. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Unfortunately, all so much. That's all the questions we can take. Sorry to those of you who are lined up. Email us. We'll yes. <laughs> As per usual, you can email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. We do asking for a friend every week on the show. Some of you email my personal email. I don't know why. You'll DM me a question and be like, hey, friend, Asante and Dustin. I'll be like, you are DMing one person. What are you doing? <laughs> so, yes, the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Please and thank you. And Jarrell and I have a project on the way. Hey. Yes. A couple, actually, but one that we'll be talking about very soon. It's a yeah. collaboration that Hey Friend Hey and Talkspace and Jarrell are doing. Hey. So it'll be, put it this way, it'll be a whole month of free therapy for you guys. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. Details coming about that soon. Right? <laughs> it's going to be super good. Uh, thank you to Talkspace. They're also sponsoring my wellness tour. So thankful thank you for to that. Talkspace. Yeah. Yes. So much love to them for just always helping us out with every project that we do. And now, where is DJ Miss Milan? Milan, darling. <laughs> so you know that we have been ending the show with surprise performances, right? With artists that we've been talking about. Oh, she needs the mic. <laughs> Wait, Jarrell, up, thank you so much. Thanks. Everyone thank you, put your hands together. Y'all give it up for Jarrell, goddammit. Thank you so much for helping us out. You sure you don't want no Hennessy? Check, check. <laughs> sure you don't want no Hennessy. Okay. So now we're going to have our performance for you guys, and we hope you enjoy. Miss Milan, let them know who check, it is. Check, check, check. <laughs> DJ Miss Milan, make some noise for the friend zone one time, y'all.
Real quick, I need to know who's in the building, all right? I need to know. Anybody from out of town in the building? Make some noise. Make some noise. We got New Jersey in the building. Make some noise. Where the Bronx at? Where the Bronx at? The BX? Where's Brooklyn at? Where's Brooklyn at? Oh, shit. All right, well, you know, I go by the name of DJ Miss Milan, and I'm from Queens, all right? You heard? Oh, crrr, oh, crrr, oh, crrr. Can I get a year? Oh, shit. It's my honor and my pleasure to bring out my motherfucking sis, the one, the only, Naima Supreme. Don't be bitter, bitch, bitch. Shout out to Mouse Jones. <laughs> Shout out to Mouse Jones. Shout out to DJ. Thank you, y'all. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. 
So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.